Hello and thank you so much for tuning into the Education Burrito, podcast that unwraps the everyday challenges in learning and teaching in education, exploring the ins and outs and highs and lows and different pedagogy approaches, enhancing student engagement amongst everything in education. My name is Q Sum and each episode I'll be joined by special guests as we unwrap the Education Burrito. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another Chimichaga Challenge for this season. For those who are unaware, a Chimichaga Challenge is where I try to summarise learning and teaching or a student engagement paper, but also saving you, our listeners, time to read the paper in full. So be sure to listen to the end if you want a quick summary of the paper. So are we ready? Alright, let's do the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, go, start. So the paper I've chosen today is by Katie Jones from Cardiff University on We had a good laugh together using teams for collaborative learning. As we all know, the whole education sector had to make a quick switch to emergency remote teaching in March 2020 when the COVID-19 pandemic hit. For many, this shift happened alongside extra caring responsibilities, homeschooling, illness and even grief. The author shared how they spent much of the initial lockdown period uploading recorded lectures and sharing existing classroom resources which resulted in largely disengaged learners and dissatisfaction and frustrations. It became clear that adapted, not replicated content and assessment was key to providing an environment where learners could engage in and feel part of an online learning community. But also, as Tanist in 2020 has noted, that effective online learning and teaching requires a carefully designed classroom that promotes student engagement with faculty, peers and course content. And so, this is case study that described the journey of an undergraduate module in its transition from an in-person lecture plus seminar configuration to an interactive online format using Microsoft Teams. The module, Language, Learning and Teaching, investigates theories and practical issues relating to a second language learning and teaching with an emphasis on learners' differences and best practices in individual contexts. Pre-COVID, the in-person of this module delivery comprised of two 15-minute lectures and one 15-minute seminar. In terms of the online delivery, this became a timetabled 45-minute live session with most of the content being delivered via short panopto recordings, required readings and other online tasks and video ahead of the live session. Following the survey results conducted by Pearson and Wonky in 2020, the author decided to establish systems where online group interactions and collaborations were encouraged, creating an online learning community and increasing student engagement. Blackboard was used as an online platform and materials for the sessions were presented weekly on Microsoft Sway on Blackboard to ensure that everything that students need was in one place. To recreate the group work experience for a sense of community, the author recognised that the challenge was knowing how to facilitate student-to-student interaction and group work in an online space for community building needs. The use of Microsoft Teams was later decided as the best choice for virtual classroom and live sessions as this offers space for students and staff to meet, collaborate, create content, share resources and submit tasks. For ease of access, a link to Teams was embedded in each week's Sway presentation. 
study groups were created within each team's channel, and this offered the study groups to meet weekly to carry out online group work tasks that were connected to learning outcomes. For example, these included summaries of group discussions, peer feedback on formative assessment tasks, and reflection on and synthesis of text or videos. However, there was a mixed success with previous attempts at getting students to work in groups outside of the in-person seminar room, with complaints of some peers not pulling their weight whilst others did all the work. To mitigate this, the summative marks were attached to weekly group tasks, which totaled 20% of the overall module mark. Further, to ensure equal participation and workload, group members were assigned specific roles to ensure they contributed where possible. Student feedback overall provided positive feedback, with students particularly appreciating the opportunities to interact with their peers. It was also noted that, as well as the opportunities for social interactions being a key motivator, the summative nature of the task acted as a good incentive for students to participate in them. Here, in this case study, the author also noted the problems and the potential solutions during this transition from in-person to online teaching. Whilst using teams for group work and community building resulted in high level of engagement, excellent results and positive student feedback, there were some limitations. Firstly, the assigning of marks for what could be seen as marks for participation. The group tasks were not marked, but rather marks were awarded if the student participated and the task outcomes were achieved. This meant that 75% of students received 100% for this part of the assessment. And without the summative marks attached, participation in the task would have been far lower. So, the challenge for this future, or perhaps for the future, is how to make the group task summative without awarding marks for participation. The second limitation was the difficulties in turning a group task into an individual submission with careful measures to avoid collusion. Perhaps with the uncertainties of COVID-19, a plausible option was suggested to use the portfolio in the future. A further limitation was the composition of and cooperation between group members. As groups were assigned randomly, which may lack social cohesion and compatibility in some groups, it was clear that overall it offers students a good opportunity to work with peers they might not ordinarily have chosen to work with. This case study overall demonstrates that the enforced shift to blended or online teaching and learning in higher education has presented opportunities. However, with the urgent need to switch to remote delivery in order to offer meaningful learning opportunities, educators found themselves having to think creatively about technology to transform their practices to offer inclusive, accessible, authentic and collaborative learning opportunities. It's clear from this case study that with a bit of research and training, clear structures, system and instructions and a small leap of faith, technology can enable learning if used in a meaningful way to create learning communities. And that's it. So if you have found this paper interesting, please do and read the whole paper yourself. Details are in the show notes. Hope you enjoyed listening as much as I try to summarise or speed talk about it. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast and be sure to like it and share it on social media so you can come back and listen to another chimichanga challenge as I attempt to summarise another paper. Thank you so much for your time and tuning into the Education Burrito. Join us next time as we unwrap the ins and the outs, the highs and the lows of learning and teaching in the Education Burrito. Chimichanga out.